Hello, Phil here. Over the past year and a half, we've been recording conversations that follow my journey living with motor neurone disease. These diary episodes are short collections of my thoughts and how they are changing as time passes. My first diary entry was recorded in autumn 2020, and it's about asking for help. There's a, a nice lady called Becky who's a carer from a care agency who's going to be coming out and, and starting to shower me, and that's, I guess, the beginnings of being, you know, washed and clean and dressed. Well, I'm already dressed by Charlotte, but, you know, kind of cared for in a, you know, um, in a different way. It's sort of a bit horrifying and a sort of a bit necessary, and I'm sure that we will bumble through it one way or another. I mean, I just, I've been dreading this moment for for years and years, but now, you know, I need so much of of my wife's time um, that it's just impossible for her to operate and help be a mum in a family and do the other things she needs to do and wants to do without someone else taking care of me. So yeah, that's that starts next Tuesday. Asking for help is tricky, and it took me a while to understand um, what help and genuine help means, you know, um, what that emotion is because I, in a way I've always seen it as something mixed up with weakness which it isn't and I you know I've, I've it's something that I have struggled with quite a lot that concept of of taking help um, when it's offered because it's offered um, kind of unconditionally by people who want to give it to you whereas before in life help had always been something that was a bit of a trade or done between the weak and the strong so I remember in, in my business most years I do stuff for charity. I do something silly like a, um, an endurance thing or I'm going to sleep on the street somewhere and, um, you know, raising money for some charity. But I, I kind of did it because I think it was the sort of thing that should have been done because I was doing the kind of things I was doing. I'm not actually sure it was done out of a generosity of spirit. And the help that I get now nearly always is done through people just through pure generosity. And I kind of understand and have learned to accept it and enjoy it. And it's taken a long time. And I know it's a strange thing because it maybe shouldn't be the biggest thing to deal with if you're being told you're quite ill and, and you're physically getting worse. But it, it has been a, a, a serious a serious barrier um, when I tried to live life thus far fairly independently. There was something that I read a long time ago, which is, um, there's nothing so spirit crushing as other people's pity. Or, and, and I took that to heart and, and I thought, you know what, you know, I don't want other people's pity. And, and that's to misunderstand some, some words because when people are offering help, it's not, it's not necessarily done through, through pity. Um, and most people do it through generosity and is to misconstrue those two things. So, when people want to to help and be generous, it's about trying to give you a a lifeline, a bond, a and show you that they care. Whereas it took me a long while to get my head into that space to believe that help wasn't something given from someone who was strong and pitying you to someone who was weak and getting weaker and suffering. Now I have to submit in in nearly every way. Um, you know, I, I have to take benefits and help from the NHS and help from friends and physical help in nearly everything. In fact, I can't even go to the toilet on my own. So 
you know, I guess I would have had to submit one way or another. It's just how much resentment you put in that. There's no reason why I should resent this at all, but it's just moving from one attitude into another and um, just accepting the world as it really is around me.